This podcast is brought to you by Cross Catholic Outreach. Last year, Cross Catholic Outreach provided over 30 million meals to families in need around the world. Join us in our global effort to reduce material and spiritual poverty. Learn more at crosscatholic.org bless. Finding someone on an online Catholic dating site shouldn't be like shopping for a blender. So why do most dating sites leave you feeling like you're shopping for a spouse? At Catholic Singles, we connect members through our unique user polls and activities, which help you discover other members and their personalities and interests. Because you're a person, not a profile picture. So stop shopping and start discerning. Trust your love story to the original Catholic dating site and use the promo code BREADBOX at checkout for 20% off at catholicsingles.com. Judy Hare was a bankrupt, homeless, drug-addicted college dropout on the brink of divorce, but is now a seminary graduate and devoted wife and mother of four children. What happened? Find out in her autobiography, Shattered, How God Restored My Heart and Life. Her journey of faith has been called brutally honest, truly inspiring, profound, heartbreaking, and life-changing. Shattered is available now for only $15 on her website, judyhair.com, on amazon.com, or at your local Catholic bookstore. As Judy says, it is never too late to become the person you deserve and desire to be. So stop wishing for change and start doing something about it by reserving your copy of Shattered today. Welcome to Journey with Judy, a weekly podcast filled with faith-infused inspiration, information, and an opportunity for implementation. Now, here is speaker, coach, author, and host, Judy Hare. Hello, welcome to the Journey with Judy podcast. I am your host, Judy Hare, and it's a privilege to be with you this evening. Our topic tonight is, Are You There? Well, if you are there, then you ought to read and reply. Why is it that this most um, profound way that we seem to be connecting with each other these days is through texting? So if you don't know what texting is, you might not even be on this planet because texting is and has been this communication breakthrough allowing for us to interact in ways that were once impossible. And so what's so crazy, my friends, about texting is statistics say that there is 18 million texts sent per minute, 26 billion daily, 182 billion weekly, 781 billion monthly, and 94 trillion, yes, with the T, trillion, we're not talking about the, the, the budget, we're talking about trillion text messages. So what is the deal with text messages? Just because they are received, or let me rephrase that, just because they are sent doesn't mean that they are necessarily received, nor does that mean that they were actually read. So I am guilty of sending the wrong message to the wrong person at the wrong time about the wrong thing. I am that person who got your text, forgot that I got it, thought that I replied, 
And ultimately, at some point, I circle back around and realize that I left you on red. Okay, for those of you who don't, who don't know what that means, that means that whoever sent you the text can see that you read it, which just means you opened it. Doesn't mean you really read it. However, to the sender, it looks as if you read it. So this breakthrough communication needs some more breakthroughs. There's no doubt about that. Now, here's the thing about the text messages is we typically, if we do receive them and we do actually read them, we usually put some kind of meaning behind them uh, based on who is sending it. So I know when I get text messages from my children, and they use mom in all caps, it is typically not an endearing mom in all caps. It's typically trying to get my attention because I have either annoyed, irritated, or frustrated them beyond where they put me on all caps. So the thing about texts is it's not necessarily what you said, and oftentimes what you said isn't even what I read. So. We have all been exposed to communications, messages that we have misread or not read, misunderstood um, or, or responded to because we either got the message and we didn't realize it, didn't read it, didn't apply it. And my thought about this thing regarding messages is so many of the messages that we have received we have believed. And what I'm referring to is the messages that we have received from God. So I know the messages that I have received have been misread, have been misunderstood, have been declined, denied, and for sure not even replied to. So I know the messages that I received for so many years of my life were messages that said to me, You are not worthy. Uh, my love is conditional. Um, what you think about me is true. Punishing, um, must earn love, must attain love, must be worthy of love. Those were the messages that I received about God for the majority of my life. And the thing about God's messages is they are not the ones that we receive. They're oftentimes wrong in terms of what we believe because God's messages are always personal to you. They're always current and apply to every and all aspects of our life. And they are always relevant. They are timeless truths. However, we get trapped in a pattern of believing truths with a small t when really truth from God is a capital undeniable t. The topic tonight is uh, taking our content from Psalm 119, Psalm 119. And what's interesting about Psalm 119, it's, it is the longest psalm in all 150 psalms. It is about God's guidance, God's protection, and really it talks specifically about how God's word never returns void. How God's word is the truth with a capital T. So it's really, this psalm is actually adoring the greatness and the glory of not only God, however, it's also God and his word. So Psalm 119 says, oh, how I love your law. 
right? I don't know about you, but in this, in this current state of affairs in our country, I don't even know who, who knows the law, who upholds the law, who stands by the law, and really who, lo- who loves it, who loves laws. I can honestly say never uh, have my children appreciated the laws that we laid down as parents. Script, this scripture, this psalm says, oh, I love your law. Okay, we know that the Old Testament has 600 laws, right? Jesus summed up all of them in one law two laws, all 600. So when he says, I love your law, he's talking, the the psalmist is talking about present tense, real time, I love your law, real time, every time, okay? Then the psalm goes on to say that I meditate on it all day long. Okay, seriously, I, when you love something, you, you do, you really do give it your time, your energy, and your attention. And this psalmist is saying throughout my day, as busy as I am, what you have done for me and what you say to me, I ponder it. I ponder it and I incorporate it in every aspect of my life. See, here's the thing about what we meditate on. The things we think about most impact our decisions to the greatest degree. So this psalmist is saying, I meditate on your laws day and night. It goes on to say that your commands make me wiser, wiser than my enemies. I love how this psalmist is reminding us that we have some enemies, my friends, known and unknown, right? We have some enemies. And this psalmist is reminding us that wisdom defies logic right? Godly wisdom always defies logic. So when we are obeying the commands of the Lord, we are meditating on them day and night, we get to see and know how God sees the world, how God sees situations, how things work, and how things are being done. See, wisdom is reading between the lines, right? Wisdom is anticipating that which is coming. So that is what makes us wiser when we meditate on the laws of God and we become wiser than our enemies. I love that. No, it goes on to say, your commands are ever with me. I mean, I don't know how many of you are parents. I could only, I could only imagine how many of you would raise your hand on this podcast if I said, can you imagine if your children carried your commands with them wherever they went? If they thought about your, your guidance and your wisdom and your, your prayers for them day in and day out, how interesting it would be if they saturated themselves in your laws, in your parenting laws. That's what this psalmist does. He says at the most critical times, right, at the most critical times, which is exactly what we're navigating in our country right now, at the most critical times, your commands are with me. In other words, you are a God who is who he says, who does what he says, and I have those laws ever before me. You have got to love that. It says, it goes on to say that I have more insight than my teachers, right? Can we just give a shout out on this call tonight for every teacher? 
that is navigating, I wouldn't even say the new normal because there's nothing normal about anything that we are navigating. I'll just say it's for now. It is absolutely not forever. That's my belief. That's what my faith tells me. This is for now. It is not forever. And this psalmist is telling us that we have more insight than our teachers, right? Insight is the ability to relate unrelated things. The ability to relate unrelated things. Insight means you get to see the picture, the whole picture, when everyone just sees the dots. I don't know about you, but back in the day when my kids were younger, dot to dots were things that we did a lot. And it was always so interesting to see how our kids approached a dot to dot, right? Some started from the end and went backwards. Some started from the beginning. Some just got frustrated. And the picture in some cases never became the full picture because we, they didn't finish what they started. Well, this insight says you get to see the whole picture and not just the dots before anybody else sees because insight is deep or uh, wisdom and insight are deep understanding. They're deep understanding that could only come from God. It goes on to say in Psalm 119 that I meditate. Again, I meditate not only all day long on your law, I am meditating on your statutes. I read them, I know them, I ponder them. Here's where the rubber meets the road, my friends, is I read them, I know them, I ponder them, and I integrate them. See, if I'm meditating on God's statutes, what the psalmist is saying, he's saying that I integrate them in every and all aspects of my life. That's the deal changer. And as a result of that, verse 100 says, I have more understanding than the elders. Okay, my friends, I would like to think that I am not only wiser because I'm older, I'm older and wiser, and the reality is they are not synonymous. It is not, just because we are older does absolutely not make us wiser. Because if we have not incorporated some learning from the teaching and experiences we have walked through or stumbled through, then we haven't become wiser. If we're repeating the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, well, they call that insanity. The reality is this psalmist is saying, I am wise beyond my years because Lord, I have saturated myself and you have made me wiser than my elders. He goes on to say, I obey. Oh my gosh, I know that my own life, it was so difficult to submit and comply. I always wanted to know why. I did not just submit and comply because I oftentimes needed to know why. And this psalmist is saying, no, I trust you, God, at your word. I trust you because you are who you say you are, and so I will be obedient. I know I used to say, explain why and I'll be obedient later, right? Explain why and I'll be obedient later. This guy says, no, 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 I'm going to be obedient now because obedience brings insight, right? Because you said it, Lord, I'm going to do it because you said it. So the best way to understand anything is to do it. On the other side of obedience, we will always have clarity insight. 
We breathe a sigh of relief when we obey the precepts of God, when we integrate them in our life. We look back and go, oh, now I get it. Now I get why I did what I did or why you asked me to do what you asked me to do. See, the scripture goes on to say, that this psalmist kept the laws, he did not depart from him, they shaped him, his perspective, his priorities, and his values, right? We can pray in this day and age that are the leaders of our country, our communities, of our churches, it, just in every, of, of everything, that they would meditate all day long on the precepts, the commands, and the laws of God. Right, how different we would not be navigating any of what we navigate right now if we did what this psalmist did. He goes on to say that when I do this, I am kept from sin. When I do this, I am kept from sin. Last week's podcast, if you didn't listen to it, it was about temptation. It was about the temptation to sin, right? That's when the enemy wins. When we give in to the temptation to sin, the enemy always wins. And so go back and listen to that podcast if you have not already. So instead of being stuck in our sin, this psalmist is reminding us, I know, I believe, and I receive the promises, God, that you have foretold. I believe you. I trust you at your word. I mean, let's be honest. We have people in our life who have not been trustworthy. We have people in our life who have not been who they said they were. And God says, I am not them. I am God and there is no other. And so it goes on to say how God keeps his promises to give us joy. His word brings joy, joy, joy that is satisfying, joy that is sanctifying, that kind of joy. See, when I don't read the messages from God, when I don't read my messages from God, when I don't believe them, when I don't receive them, I tend to magnify the weaknesses of others. I remember one time my man, I was putting on some makeup in the mirror and I said to Bob, I, have, I got something in my eye. And he was very quick to quote a scripture. This is probably the first time my man ever quoted a scripture. And what he says is, it's probably a plank. It's probably a plank in your eye. We all know the scripture where it says, it's so interesting how we see the speck in our brother's eye and we can't see the plank in our own. That's what happens when I don't receive and read the messages from God. I tend to blame you for what's really me. I tend to see things short-sighted. I tend to lose my ability to see further and to see what's good. Rather, I see what's bad. Rather than seeing what's right, I tend to see what's wrong. See, I become selfish and angry, and I start to keep score. And this psalmist is reminding us that God is calling us to so much more. So this week, my friends, I pray that you read and receive, and most importantly, that you believe that the messages you get are from God. And so if this message, this method of communication that we started this podcast with was a communication breakthrough, I would propose that the communication breakthrough is what God wants from you.
So it might start with an, are you there? He wants a read. He wants a reply. He doesn't want you to leave him on read. He wants you to read it and reply. Because my friends, his message is always personal. It is always relevant. And it is always important. And if we're being honest, when that phone dings, we stop everything. When we hear that ding that some message has come in, we typically stop and we are distracted by it and we give our attention to it. So read the messages you get, whether you believe them or not. The fact is currently you are reading a whole lot of things that are unbelievable. When you receive the messages from God, you can take him at his word because he is who he says and he does what he says. I am Judy Hare and I thank you for journeying with me on the Journey with Judy podcast. Until we meet again, please remember it is never ever, no matter whatever, too late to become who God calls you to be. I invite you to reach out to me anytime, connect on any or all social media platforms, return all my messages, and I would love to engage you in a complimentary call to learn more. God bless. Thanks for listening to this episode of Journey with Judy. To learn more about Judy's coaching ministry, receive a complimentary session, and other services she offers, visit judyhair.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. And remember, it's never too late to be who God called you to be. Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.app breadbox.